Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and today I have a very special guest who knows a thing or two about being in Mexico. So I'm going to ask him all about that, and we're going to recap this week's very dramatic episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Connor, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good to see you again. I know. I forgot. We were in Canada together. Remember the facials? We were. Yeah, that was that was a long time ago. And then I think I um, has Mike been on this podcast? Yeah, too? I think you crashed. Yeah, I think I might have crashed in for a second. Yep. Yeah. Are you you and Mike still live together? Mm-hmm. Love it. Tell actually, um, so we're coming up on a year living together in the end of next week. So... Happy anniversary. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. The year's flown by. It really has. Yeah, it really has. Well, tell them I say hello. hello. Um, all right, let's talk about Paradise. You were just saying you tuned in last night specifically to talk to me about it. Thank you for, thank you for your service. Um, this Brendan Piper, Natasha drama, have to start there. Have you been seeing everything that's been playing out on social before you started watching last night? Yes. So... So I didn't watch last week's episode, um, watch this one, but I feel like just from seeing everything on social media, kind of interpreted what happened a little bit. Um, and it's, you know, it's tough. Obviously, Brendan was in the wrong for, you know, coming on there and planning something out beforehand. And I guess it is kind of up in the air, of like whether he was dating her before, whether they were like exclusive or if it was just more like loosely going on dates they wanted to explore it i i i it's tough for me because i know of other people that have done the same thing before and have not gotten in trouble for it um they just haven't been like outed i guess Mm -hmm. and so like obviously i i it's very frowned upon and i don't like think someone should do it but at the same time people do it every season and so i understand fans and everyone are upset but you got to think like some of the fan favorites from this show have done the same thing. Like literally have done the exact same thing. Like who? Um, I, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't spill that, but like, Hunter, what the hell? you know, I, and I was watching Blake, um, Blake Horseman. He does really good, like Instagram story recaps of the shows every night. Mm-hmm. And he literally said it last night. He was like, guys, every person or most people that go on the show, like do it for followers and I'm not just, I don't think that's like everyone's main thing they're going for, but it's definitely in everyone's mind. And like those conversations do happen pretty frequently down there on the beach. 
Um, I don't really think I was ever involved in any conversations about it, but it, like things were always brought up in regards to that, right? Yeah. And so, you know, when people like Demi and all those other people are like kind of coming towards Brennan and Piper and like saying that stuff, it's like, yeah, I, I get it. Like they shouldn't have done that. Obviously Natasha was affected by that situation. Like that's never good to, you know, if someone is negatively impacted by that, but at the same time, that stuff happens very frequently. Yeah. I think what's different, maybe I wouldn't know, like I obviously wasn't there, but what feels different about these two is just how hard he played Natasha to stay. Like I heard her say on one of the clickbait podcast or whatever that he was talking about his divorce and Mm. that he you know was trying to take it slow because of his divorce and so she like thought they had this like personal connection and Mm. then to find out that he was just waiting for piper and the like mean stuff he said about natasha having no like prospects yeah it's not really having any empathy or empathy Mm -hmm. i think that makes it different no obviously everybody wants a follower yeah (laughs) no that's that that is a really good point and that's stuff that i probably missed from watching last week yeah. Um, no, we it, didn't it, see that though. Natasha said that on the show. Like we didn't, I don't know. We, we definitely saw him, her mm-hmm. saying that like, or him telling her that he was like interested in her, but we didn't see, it always felt a little off the Piper of it all, but we didn't see necessarily him talking about his divorce and stuff. But I think that would have been interesting to hear. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's kind of the hard part too, is you only see such a small portion of like all the conversations that actually happen. Um, so there's probably a lot that we missed just from, you know, the parts that were clipped together that we saw. So I don't know. I definitely think, you know, Brendan's in the wrong for that situation and obviously like shouldn't have played Natasha like that and, um, should have been more open. Like, should he have even gone on paradise if he knew he was interested in Piper? Probably not. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a tough one. Cause I, I like, I, I know other people that have done the similar thing, maybe not to that extent, but have like gone down that path, right? So. Yeah, their argument that, or uh, more specifically Brendan's argument that he, they were able to spend more time working on their relationship on the beach than they would have in real life also just lost me because if I, it's just a, a flawed argument because if you're not willing to try to figure it out in real life, what would make it different after the show? Like, they had a bad plan. So I, I agree. I agree to a certain extent, but I do think there is some merit. And I, I think I talked about, about this on a podcast a while ago. Like if there's someone I know I'm interested in and I've gone on maybe one or two dates with, and like, there's a connection there, but maybe we live in different cities. Maybe we just haven't had like that one-on-one time to be able to explore it. If like paradise is something that is an opportunity for both of us where we can go and spend like several weeks with each other uninterrupted just focusing on like if we want to try and pursue an actual relationship i feel like that is that could be okay okay you know because then it's like okay then maybe after paradise is like all right let's like move move in together move to the same city or or whatever that looks like um because it is tough you know there's all these people from the show and sometimes it's a little weird like everyone always dates each other but um you know, someone might live in LA, someone might live in New York, maybe you're interested in each other, but you're not going to be able to spend that much time together unless you get an opportunity like Paradise where you can really like explore that relationship. That's fair. That's fair. But I just really feel like they were more established than normal couples. I agree. So I, I remember seeing, 
And I don't know if this was like an Us Weekly article. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that before Paradise had even started filming. It was in like May or April or May. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like they, you know, they're dating, good for them. They must not be going on, on Paradise. And then I was kind of surprised to see them there. Cause it's like, this is a little weird. Did the producers plan this? Was this like something planned out? And obviously it doesn't seem like that was the case. It seemed like they had kind of been like, scheming something yeah and the line i mean i also can confuse it almost feels like they don't know their these scenes are going to air because they are it's it's a weird camera angle but they're still mic'd up and i think i heard rachel Lindsay actually just say if she said she was told once that if the camera wasn't directly on you don't worry about the mic which obviously in reality tv you probably shouldn't trust that but do you think they knew that this was gonna air? they had to not think any of this was gonna air they must have thought it wasn't going to air and i i I, I hear what Rachel's saying on that because, you know, when, when you have multiple cameras pointed on you, it's like, okay, they're, you know, they're probably going to like use this. Right. But then they might be filming like a different couple doing something else, but in paradise, you know, there's all, there's cameras everywhere. You don't even, there's cameras in the bedrooms. I mean, like, you, you saw the boom know. boom room cameras. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even in there, there's cameras. Um, God, I, I'm curious who has to watch that footage actually. <laughs> like who, <laughs> Who, who, who edits that footage? It's got to be an interesting job. Um, that is a very funny point, actually. Yeah, but no, I uh, I mean, there's always a camera watching you, whether you think there is or not. And I mean, people shouldn't, like, you should just be yourself, right? Um, so you shouldn't have to worry about, like, saying the right thing when the camera's on you, you know, because that's not being genuine. Um but I think, I mean, especially the stuff that he like said about Natasha and then, I mean, you know, he definitely talked way, like both of them talk way too much about like social media yeah, and all that stuff too. And it's like, obviously they're, they're going to like hear it. And like I said before, people had those conversations before, but that was clearly like the motive for Brendan and Piper. Yeah. And so that's probably why they ended up using it. Yeah. Um, versus cutting it out. I thought the most telling thing she said when she was talking to him was the, I told you I didn't want to come, I told you, which made me think that they were clearly in the spring, like having these conversations and deciding like what's, it's worth it. But then you don't know when, you know, Piper's going to show up. Like Brendan probably was hoping that she'd be there earlier and he had to pick someone and that's not okay to do. Like it just, it just comes off bad. And he obviously didn't have the foresight to think that if they didn't both walk on the beach the same day that, that someone was going to get involved, which makes you look like, an asshole. And then when he was saying things about Natasha had no prospects and talking about everyone having selective hearing and this and that, and it's just like, he just, and disgruntled females, like mm-hmm. dude had no foresight to think about how this was going to look on TV. It was my biggest takeaway of the whole thing. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah. I mean, there's really no excuse for that. Um, I mean, he, he kind of, I feel like he kind of dug himself a hole and then was trying to like get out of it, but really he couldn't. And ultimately just had to, had to leave. Yeah. They left. Natasha got to stay. Um, I thought it was nice, like, funny having the guy, the producer, whoever that was, bring in the rose for her. I, if I were her, I'd probably just want to get the hell out because at this point it's winding down. And yeah. I feel like the longer you stay and the later you come, it's just like, it's very rarely going to work. We saw Tia and Blake, I believe it was. Blake, not Blake Moynes, the other Blake from Claritasia season, actually have a connection right away, which was interesting because I feel like it's very rare to have someone come down this late and have a potential actual match. This feels like the point where it's kind of like they just come 
to come and it's never actually nothing's going to really come out come of it right 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 yeah yeah and 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 that like when i was on the show too i kind of felt that way um when kaylin left i mean i came in i think it was right at the halfway point or like a little past halfway okay and then was with kaylin and then she left that was going through my mind like oh why am i here right, right. And I did go on a date with Revian, but once you get into that late stage of the last week or two, it's like, okay, you know, I don't know, kind of like past the moment of really potentially developing something like the person I was interested in isn't here anymore. Um, so on and so on. Obviously that ended in a positive note for me with Whitney, but right. it, it is tough when you get into the later stages because you see all these couples forming like together. And then there's always like a few single people, guys and girls. And it's just very frustrating seeing that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it is kind of like down to the wire. And you, you definitely question, like, why am I here at this yeah. point? Um, so Tia and Blake had a cute little connection. She's clearly into mm -hmm. tattoos. She liked Kenny. She liked this guy. They connect so quickly that Tia was low-key joking. People are going to think they knew each other, which is clearly the theme of this. <laughs> they, they probably did. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm just going to go through some of the other couples. Riley and Marissa. With oh, the they had the whipped cream, whipped cream thing. Was, <laughs> that that one definitely. I, I remember that one. <laughs> that was a lot. Um, I enjoyed yeah. Wells saying to see Marissa licking whipped cream off Riley's toes is the grossest thing I've ever heard of because I know it's on the beach. It's mud and probably dead crab bodies. Yeah, you know, I was I was thinking about this when they were playing that. I don't know if I would ever like suck someone's toe. Okay. <laughs> you ever like lick something off of it, you know? Right. I don't know, would you? Probably not. Yeah, um, like, and I, I definitely little, wouldn't do it on television. It's a little too much for me. I think so too, um, especially yeah. on Sandy Beach. That's disgusting. Exactly, yeah. I don't, I don't know why that was running through my head and that played out, but. This you were like, like I'm, in this, I'm on this date, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like, okay, the other stuff like licking it off your chest, your thigh, like, all right, that's like, you know, kind of like sexual, right? Mm -hmm. The toe thing, I feel like that's very, that's kind of like a niche crowd. Like the Foot toe fetish. Crowd, right? Foot fetish, yeah. Yeah. They're cute though. I mean, the, they are so in sync. The, the, the boom, boom room, the whipped cream. Mm -hmm. They had a pretty drama-free situation. She dated um, Connor B from the last season briefly. And then once she picked Riley, it's been kind of smooth sailing. So I think they're solid and I hope they make it. I feel like even though it's weird, it's working for the two of them. <laughs> Yeah. 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 No, definitely. Definitely. I mean, there's always those couples in paradise that, you know, there's some that have a lot of drama surrounding them the whole time, but then there's a lot of those other ones that are just like very steady, they're cute, all that. But eventually the drama, the drama comes those last couple of weeks, you know, as things get serious when you try and like, you kind of get in like the proposals and, and all that stuff. So we'll, we'll see what's coming for them. Yeah. That's when you have to start thinking. Cause it's like, I, from the guy's perspective, it's like, do you want to propose to get, not to get the free ring, but like get the free ring, get the happy ending. But right. it's like your decision ultimately. So for the girl, it's kind of like almost easier to be like, you might be disappointed if he doesn't, but you don't technically, you probably are supposed to talk about it and decide. But like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, the guy has to decide whether he's going to propose to the girl right. at the end of this show. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. And then that's stuff that's running through your head the whole time too. I mean, I think to a certain point, like you're just having fun getting to know each other, but Honestly, I feel like a week of getting to know whoever it is. It's like, okay, I mean, you know, people get engaged at the end of this thing. Like, is this someone I see that with? And I think that's when people start kind of getting like, 
stressed out and overthinking things and really getting in your head. And that's when you see a lot of the kind of like internal struggle and drama start playing out. Yeah. Um, Mari and Kenny had a lot of drama earlier in the season, but now seem pretty solid. Another one in the boom, boom room. As you mentioned before, big editing day for whoever has to edit those (laughs) scenes. Um, They also seem solid, but that meant Demi did go home. Um, She was, she's entertaining for the show and she stirred the pot the way she was supposed to. The tears and the exit didn't totally add up to me. She did go to the boom boom room with Kenny earlier in the season, but it was very much her wanting to go. And I mean, he wanted to go too, but then she was saying he went back to Mari. I don't know. I think that might've just been a case of she was sad to leave and it was less about Kenny and more so, Oh no, I have to leave paradise. Yeah, no, I I think that there is, there is part of that with the show. Like you, you know, obviously you like whoever it is. And I was very sad when Caitlin left, but you know, I, like you're leaving all your friends if you have to leave and like this experience, even a part of it, it's definitely like tough because you want to stay um, and just keep the experience going. Right. But I, th- I, I remember Wells said something when she did leave and he was like, Demi kind of like puts on this, um, not like a front, but she has this very like funny, outgoing, playful personality. Right. But like deep down, there are feelings and she's like probably kind of hurt by it. And I think, you know, that, that is the tough thing with paradise and these shows is like, ultimately if you don't get a rose or if you get sent home or someone leaves for someone else, like it is kind of a blow to the ego. Mm. And I'm assuming that is probably how she felt. And that's definitely something I felt with Caitlin. Like I liked Caitlin a lot, but at the same time, like her leaving, paradise with another guy instead of me it was like oh wow like that yeah. that's that's a tough one especially on national tv so yeah it, it's the same thing with like not getting a rose you know it's just um it's tough and to see whoever you like going for someone else it's, it's like definitely blows the ego so i'm guessing that's probably probably how she felt that makes sense and i think that was very similar with the tammy thomas Becca love triangle situation too, where you're like half upset because you genuinely like this person, but also you just want to be picked and you know you're getting like rejected is a bad word, but like they're picking someone else over you and it's just the name of the game. So while you can't technically be mad because that's literally how the show works and it's what you signed up for, at the time you're like, who doesn't want to be picked even if you don't like them that much, right? Right, right, right. I mean, you definitely, you definitely want to be picked. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tough like struggle with that. I, I think people can do a better job at being more open, hmm. but I think people need to be receptive to the openness, you know, because okay. I think sometimes like when people tell you something on the show, you just don't really want to hear it. <laughs> you almost like ignore it or you kind of like fight back for it. And that's fine to a certain extent. But like, if someone's not feeling it, I think you kind of have to respect that. And like, I'd, I'd rather know sooner than later if someone didn't like me, right. Then like, them kind of play me for a while kind of like Brendan did with Natasha and then get hurt later on you know so I don't know it's it's a tough like balance of of feelings with that at this point in the game of the show you really can't win because if you pick someone else it's you're totally your right to but then you're going to be hurting Mm -hmm. someone else but if you don't tell them you're like you can't not tell them but if you do tell them then they're crying and it's like what do you do um for Natasha it's sort of I mean for Tammy it sort of just felt like a classic case of he's just not that into you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, we, they kind of came out of nowhere like last week and then they had this connection over like being villains and stuff. And then he went on this date 
with Becca and had a connection with her. And I feel like she, they either just didn't show us the conversations that Thomas and Tammy had to make them, her feel so like, I trust you and I want you in my life. Like she was really like going for it. And it kind of made her look a little like, oh, okay, calm down, girl. Like you've known him for like a week, but maybe he was telling her reassuring things that they didn't show. Cause Thomas is one I haven't been able to read. Did you watch Katie's season? Um, to be honest, I, I didn't, didn't. Okay. Really He's like kind of a, he was like a villain on Katie's season. Cause he wanted to be the bachelor, but then it was like, all right, who doesn't want to be the bachelor? Then he comes on this season. All the guys just hate him from Katie's season. And now I'm like, I can't decide how I'm supposed to feel about him because Becca's sort of like, you know, the little sweetheart bachelorette and they like each other. And are we supposed to be worried about Becca? Are we supposed to be like team Tammy? I don't know. I feel like he's just kind of a very confusing person for the show. And I don't know if he's yeah, yeah, good yeah. or that's, bad, that's, quote unquote. <laughs> that, that's what I've heard. I, I remember hearing that he was the villain. By the way, that guy, I mean, he's pretty, the, the dudes on this season are all jacked. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'd, I'd be worried going down there. <laughs> Um, he's six, I mean, six I was, and he talks about it. I felt it. like I was in good shape when I went on, but I, you know, it's, it's a whole different ballgame down there now. Um, but yeah, it is interesting seeing how the show is edited and put together in terms of the conversations that they show. And I hate to keep bringing up like my experience with Kaylin, but that was kind of like my paradise experience. And I remember watching it and the conversations that they showed that I had with her versus like the ones that they showed with her and Dean, they made it seem like she was like head over heels in love with Dean. And I was kind of just like a constellation like prize, a rebound backup plan in a way. Um, like there really wasn't a connection there. And like, maybe I was just totally blind to the situation, which probably was a little bit of it. Cause I didn't see any of that other stuff, right. but um, the, like the conversations that I had with her were just definitely like, edited down and cut down to where it seemed like there wasn't really a connection or anything there and then when dean did come back it made more sense to viewers why he left with her right yeah um but in reality i kind of felt like maybe there was more depth to those conversations like we really did like each other who knows i'm i'm happy for them i saw i just for the record i saw caitlin in Miami like a month and a half ago and that was the first I've talked to her since we filmed the show like two years ago um so it was like a little weird seeing her at first Mm -hmm. and I was like definitely a little awkward and then I was like uh we had been like drinking a little bit I was like honestly can we just be like friends (laughs) I know it's like been a while so we're we're friends now she gave me Dean's number even um to like ask him about the van life and stuff like that so uh, we're all good, but sorry for that <laughs> side note there. No, happy to uh, hear it. But yeah, I, I just think those conversations and everything are definitely edited to play into the, the storyline, right? Cause it needs yeah. to make sense. And I, to be honest, I think a lot of times what actually happens in paradise doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for a TV show, they need to make it make sense to everyone watching. Yeah, it always feels like as a viewer, it's like, oh, whoa, when did, when did we get so serious? Or, oh, whoa, when did they, like, break up? Like, the breakups, everything does feel very sudden, but we don't see the conversations. And I have to imagine the same way as being on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, it's mm-hmm. all you're thinking about because you can't right. think or do anything else. So the person is in your head, so you do develop these feelings quicker. And then when you get home, I feel like half the time they're like, what the hell was I, why was I crying over that person? Which mm-hmm. I would assume Tammy's watching this back, like, okay, I liked Thomas, but like, 
I don't know if I, I gave him everything. He, you know, I trusted him. Like the, the over dramatics, I feel like maybe she was probably like, yeah, not as big of a deal as I made it out to be in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think to a certain extent too, it's kind of like maybe a little bit of a last ditch effort, mm. right? And you, you sense that it's, you know, you're kind of like losing control of that person and you're Slipping probably going to get sent home. It's like, let me just, let me put all the cards out there on the table, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I, that probably played a role into it as well. Very true. Um, Dr. Joe showed up on this episode. I feel like people were waiting for him. He was on Katie's season, got sent home pretty early and he was the classic like justice for Joe, similar to grocery store Joe, to be honest, Mm -hmm. like the guy who got sent home quickly. He asked out Natasha real quick, which made me think, you know, maybe he was instructed to ask out Natasha, not that she's not great, or maybe he just didn't want to rock the boat because everyone else was kind of coupled up, but it seemed to be a little too quick with the, oh, Natasha needs a date, ask out Natasha, go out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gets really awkward real quick when he's upset that she was involved with drama with Brendan and he said, quote, my Brendan, um, <laughs> which is a little cringy, a little cringy. Oh gosh. I, yeah, I started laughing when he said my Brendan. <laughs> it's like, I mean, he, he seems like the sweetest guy. He mm. really does. And I, um, Obviously, I had heard of him from, he was on Katie's season, Oh, yeah, right? he was on, no, wait, yeah, actually, I was, he, if he knows Brendan, he must have been on Tasha's season, so I was Okay, oh, yeah, 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 but I, I know he, like, everyone loved him from Tasha's season. Yeah. And, I mean, that dude seems like such a smart guy. I mean, he was rattling off Spanish on, on the date and everything. I was like, geez, he just learned this, and he sounds like a, like he's fluent. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was a little weird, like, my thought with paradise is, you know, okay. It, it like the bachelor in paradise is very incestual in a way. Mm-hmm. And like, who cares if someone that you're friends with went on a date with Natasha, right? Like you kind of have to look out for yourself and worry about yourself. Yeah. And obviously he's good friends with Brendan. Like that's totally fine. But if, if that's someone you're interested in and that shouldn't really matter because he's happy with piper and like he was aware of that yeah but it wasn't that he went on a date with natasha or that he like natasha's number one enemy is now his friend brendan oh yeah i mean i i I can understand how that's a little weird and i feel like i I wish i had seen that full conversation because i feel like part of it was cut out yeah um but yeah i mean it like i guess you don't really need to pick a side if you're him because Brendan's yeah. there, like you're gonna, you're gonna be able to to vet that out when you get home. But I feel like when you're in paradise in the moment, you kind of just need to like take advantage of it. Versus, it, like it was really awkward when he was talking about like, yeah, let's just like live in the moment and and be down here on the beach, whatever, and, like see what happens. It's like, dude, just like make make a move or something. Yeah, it's really weird. The whole thing was um, kind of forced in my opinion. And the whole beach, like really rooting. There was so much pressure on them from the group. Like everyone just wants mm-hmm. Natasha to be happy after the drama and I get it. But like, it, it just feels a little too much for me, a little too orchestrated. He seems like a nice guy. She seems like a nice girl, but he, I think he just wants to be with his Brendan. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it seemed like it. I mean, it seems like they're very, very, very good friends. I am curious when he went down there, if he talked to anyone else, because they only showed him pulling Natasha yeah. And I don't know if he pulled it right away, but I would imagine he probably spoke to like one or two other people. Yeah. Um, Cause that's usually kind of like the procedure when you go down and you talk to like two or three people and then you pick someone for a date. And I think there is maybe like a little persuasion and like, Oh, you should take this person on a date. Right. 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious if that's what happened or like who, not saying he wasn't interested in Natasha, but um, I'd be curious like who he really wanted to go on a date with from that. But yeah, yeah I, did, I mean, that whole date just ended really weird. Like I felt so uncomfortable weird. watching it. Today's episode is brought to you by Birthdate Co. Birthdate Co. creates unforgettable personalized candles based on your birthday that make the perfect gift to give yourself or a loved one. These candles are all natural blends of soy and coconut wax, and they burn on average for over 60 hours. And the best part is they're based on your birthday, so they include your astrological sign and some of your natural traits. As a Scorpio, I really loved the personal reading that was surprisingly accurate. Each candle has a custom natural fragrance developed by master perfumers too. See why over 8,000 people have given Birthdate Candles a five-star review. Our listeners get a special discount. Take 15% off your order of $50 or more by going to birthdate.co slash right reasons. Go ahead and treat yourself or a friend. You won't regret it. Take 15% off your order of $50 or more by going to birthdate.co slash right reasons. Speaking of feeling uncomfortable, Kendall um, is there with Joe and Serena P. Um, her whole journey has been a little shaky. She seems to not be over Joe. Joe is very into Serena. Um, I felt bad for Ivan having to sit there with her watching them unclear yeah. who was who was in that spot first but somebody needed to move <laughs> yeah so I'm I'm friends with Ivan so I gotta I gotta have my boys back but it, it was I felt for him in that situation just I mean like when he tried to like kiss her and I was kind of just, <laughs> totally denied yeah. Um, like, oh wow! Boy. He seems like such a nice guy. I'm I'm know, sad that like he hasn't sweetest, had an established connection. He is like the sweetest guy, and I I can understand. I, I mean, I can't imagine being down there on the beach with an ex. Like if what let's say Kaylin and Dean like didn't didn't leave. Yeah, and instead they just came back and like enjoyed paradise. I would have been out of there so quickly. Like I, like I, I'm not gonna sit here and watch this whole thing. Yeah. and um so I get it I and I think the thing that kind of like caught me off guard a little bit is I forget the guy who she was talking to but um she was the the one guy asked her like oh did you guys like break up recently or when was it she was like yeah I mean it was like a year and a half ago so like kind of recent like yeah that's not it was early 2020 from everything I know that's like a that's like a decent amount of time ago, right? Like a, a yeah. year and a half is a long time to get over someone. And I were they engaged or were they just dating? They weren't engaged. That's like they weren't engaged, but they lived together. And it was like a, it was like almost two years they lived together. And then he decided he wanted to live in Chicago, and she didn't want to move. So then he moved back. And then they like I think almost got back together, but didn't. And it just seems to be like he very much closed the chapter, and yeah. she. I don't know what they knew going into it, like which if they knew each other was going to be there. I mean, who knows? But mm-hmm. I feel like she regretted going the second she got there and saw him with Serena, but it's just trying mm-hmm. so hard to prove to herself that she can do it. But it's just poor girl needs to just it's not going to work. I don't think. Yeah, I think to, at a certain point, you kind of just got to got to leave. And maybe that'll maybe that's what happens next week. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it, it, it is tough. I feel like regardless of when you you and your ex broke up to to see them dating someone else and happy, especially in like such close quarters and being yeah. involved in like a show and you know being asked about it. 
Right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure she's getting asked about that all day and in interviews and stuff. So yeah. that is tough because it's just so repetitive. And it's like, ah, like I'm, I'm over it. Um, but I, I think like those are feelings you, you kind of need to sort out for yourself. And I did feel bad for Ivan in that situation just because it's like he, he probably felt very confident in, in her. And then I, I'd imagine like she maybe wasn't expressing all her feelings in regards to Joe to him until like that moment. And he was like, Oh wow. Like she, okay. This isn't like what I thought it was. Then. Yeah. You know, and you can kind of see that in his face, right? It's just like, like a, a little bit of a letdown moment. So um, we'll see what happens next week, but I feel like she'll probably, probably leave. Yeah, I think so too. And I think Joe and Serena, what, what I am liking about the situation is Serena, I loved what she said, I think to Wells, like, it's hard when your ex is around 24 seven, but like, she's lovely. And it's like, not her fault. Like, I feel like it's a nice to see her not hating on Kendall, not being whatever. And it's not, they're not trying to pit them against each other. It's very much just awkward. And that's very real. And you had them, you know, saying the first falling in love with yous of the season, I think, which was very cute. Um, you know, I don't know if 23 year old Serena from Canada is moving to Chicago either, but they're cute. <laughs> well, oh, let me, let me talk about that. The show needs to show more of those like love moments. I love that. I, okay. lo I love that. That one, like, you know, I, I, I didn't tear up. I was like, oh, oh my God. I feel like that is those moments are what people really like about the show. Mm. And I think the drama is great and everything is it's fun to watch every once in a while, but I feel like it's been very repetitive over the last few seasons of Paradise, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. It's just like the same drama and it's in a way like a little, a little bit predictable. Yeah. Um, but it's those moments when like someone says, I love you for the first time. And it's such like a vulnerable moment too. And you can see it in Serena, like, and Joe too, they're both not good at expressing their feelings. And then for her to say it and not know how he's going to respond and then to like, get it back in return. I was like, yes, let's go. It felt I, very I real, but also that. like rom-com-y, but real. Yeah. 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 Um, Cause there's a certain point, like all the drama and stuff, it just gets away from like the point of the show. Yeah. Right. And it, for sure. It's like a reality TV show. There's going to be drama. There naturally is. Um, but I think there's a reason people love rom-com movies and it's, it's those like moments like that. So I think the show needs to kind of like, get back to the roots, make it a little more of like a rom-com type thing. Yeah. Um, Cause that's, I, th I think that's what people like really enjoy seeing what brings them back. Right. Everyone loves love, you know, it, it's true. And they got a lot of crap for how catty Matt James girls were mm -hmm. Peter's girls. I feel like it was like extra, extra tough with this, the no love stories. But then we had that perfect season with the Tasha Claire. Cause we got the drama with Claire, but then we got like the love. And she had a love story too, but that was also more just like insane. And then right. you had Tasha kind of have more of a traditional way for it to play out. So it should be interesting. I think a lot of times it's just the dudes on the bachelor don't know how to handle the, the catty <laughs> girls in the house versus the bachelorette. The girl usually maybe can handle the, and the guys aren't as whatever, but who knows? I mean, it's been a wild group of people that they've, they've mm -hmm. had the last couple of years. Yeah, no, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I I loved seeing that moment of, of Joe and Serena. Serena's very, very cute. I I didn't um I mean obviously very happy for them they're together. But I didn't she she, she was on Matt's Matt James's season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean she she just is like a very cute personality. And I, I kinda I do like 
like the two of them together. I was expecting her to be sort of, you know, there's always the one little like bachelorette in paradise kind of that everybody's looking for. Mm-hmm. I was expecting that going in to be her and I, when her and Joe coupled up so quickly, I was surprised. And she went on one date with Thomas, but immediately came back and was like, I'm with you. And I think once you do that once, that's also good. Cause you, you, you experience paradise. You got to go on the date. You didn't close yourself off, but then you realize, okay, I like this person better. And then you just get to ride the wave the rest of the season. I think that's like the ideal experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Um, um, I'm curious to see how it ends for them though. Me too. Yeah, obviously like they're, I, I think last night was a big step for them and like expressing how they feel. Um, but that's something that they need to keep developing. Right. Cause like, especially when you get later in the season, like get to proposals and stuff, you <laughs> feel like you kind of got to be like pretty, pretty open about feelings and things like that. And, like, obviously they live in different cities or did, I don't, I don't know now, but um, like that's, that's stuff you kind of got to start talking through versus just like living in this fairy tale. Yeah. Abigail and Noah will be another one where we'll see how they play out. They don't really get any screen time. They've just kind of been in the background and they had one freak out a few weeks ago, but then (laughs) they've been going strong. They seem cute, but I just don't know if it's like, again, just riding paradise wave or if they're having serious conversations, we wouldn't know because they don't show us. So. Yeah. So did they not show much last week too? No, they had one, like Abigail had one freak out over them because she was like getting emotional or getting worried like that they weren't moving, like a, like pro, they weren't progressing mm-hmm. and were, are they just like friends, but they decided to like make more of an effort for with each other. And then this episode, I feel like we just like saw them in the background, like in a hot tub or something at one point. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I, I remember seeing that. I know it. Like I know Noah as well. So I am curious to see how this one plays out. I don't, I actually don't know what happens between the two of them. Okay. Um, but I, I've heard of Abigail from people. I don't know if their personalities match up, to be honest. Ooh, cryptic. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Or maybe, okay. maybe like values is the right word. Oh, That's who has cool. better value? We'll go with that. We'll, we'll go with that one. <laughs> Values. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm interested to see now. Um, this is a game that I, so I play Bachelor Secrets and Bachelor Regrets, and I haven't played either with you, so I combined them. Okay. So some are questions about regrets, and some are just questions about the show and stuff like that. And some are questions about your life right now. So the first one is you had one of those intimate concert date situations with Hannah Brown. Mm-hmm. And I would like to know, do they tell you who the person is going to be performing and do they only sing one song? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They don't tell you who's performing. I had no idea we were walking into a concert or anything. We just turned a corner and I started hearing music. I was like, oh, what, what's this? And then we walked down the stairs and it was it was Lucas Graham singing. And I remember Hannah and I were dancing. I had no clue who he was. <laughs> Um, I do now, yeah. but we were dancing to the song and she, she looks at me and she's like, do you know, like, you know who this is, right? I was like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> yes. and, she, and she was like, oh, it's like Lucas Graham. I was like, oh, Big still, fan. Still, still don't know who that is. But, um, I, I mean, now I'm like, he's a, I mean, he's a really good, good artist. So, yeah. um, and I think that song that he played too, like really, really exploded, but they, so they played it one time and then I guess my dancing skills weren't uh, up to par of what, <laughs> what was uh, expected of me. So we had to redo it. And um, so we, we did it twice. Two okay. Times. But one technically like song performance, not like an actual concert or three sets. Yeah. Like no, no, no. And ours was, I loved ours because there was nobody 
like an audience. It was just the two of us. Yeah, like not I feel like some of those other ones with like hundreds or thousands of people, like it's, it's like a little weird, right? Yeah. Um, so I liked it because it was just like such an intimate moment. Okay. Um, we talked about this a little bit, but you came to paradise on the later side, middle ish. Did you know, like, do you get there and wait in the hotel room? Do you know anything that's happening? Do they just fly you in later? Sarah, this, this is my like least favorite part of paradise. I flew there the day filming started. So I was, you know, I was, I was, I think I was supposed to go in like day two or three with a day card. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think when all the drama started playing out with Blake, they, they didn't need you yet. But yeah, they like hadn't, they did, they, I guess they weren't really aware of it. So they came in my room, um, like a couple of days after I flew there and they're like, so, uh, we're actually not going to send you in right now. You're going to be in this room for another week. And, um, we're going to send you in for this like special event which ended up being Chris and Crystal's wedding. Mm. So yeah, they like, they made me sit in that room for 10 full days. Can't leave the room. There's only like TV on in Spanish. So I couldn't, I, the only thing I could watch was A&E and the only show they just played on reruns was Porters. I was oh, like, God. not, not the most like uplifting show to watch for 10 days before you go into paradise. Um, so that was like my intro to the show, which wasn't a great leading up to it, but they don't really tell you anything that's going on. They, they just kind of like walk in every day and ask you who you're interested in. And then I think right before I walked in at the wedding, I was talking to one of like the higher up producers and I was telling him the people that I was interested in. He told me like one of those people was in like a more of a serious relationship. So, um, and that ended up being Hannah G. But they didn't so, tell you uh, who. They just said, like, maybe one of them is taken. Yeah, yeah. he was like, I think I said who I was interested in. He was like, okay, like, one of those people is, like, in a very, like, steady, serious relationship, like, probably isn't going to move around with that. Mm -hmm. And so when I did walk in and, and saw Dylan and Hannah, I was like, oh, all right, I'm happy for them. And then um, I was interested in Kaylin. So kind of just, like, went all in on that. Do you get paid for the days you're waiting? You do. Okay, yeah. that's good at least. Yeah, it's, so, yeah, get paid to watch, sit in a room and watch TV basically. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you regret asking Kaylin out on Bachelor in Paradise? Uh, I, so I've gone back and forth on that. And I feel like part of it is just my own ego saying like, ah, you know, I should have asked someone else out or whatever. In reality, in that moment, that was definitely the person I was most interested in. So like, I don't really regret asking her out. I think my regret with that situation was I wish I would have, I think I was kind of like holding back a little bit the whole time and maybe not as expressive as I should have been. Okay. Um, for whatever reason, I think part of it was just like protecting myself a little bit and like having gotten sent home on Hannah season, you know, it's, I mean, that's like another blow to the ego. So, um, like you want to kind of protect yourself. And I had no knowledge of the Dean situation, really, because I, I hadn't seen any of that unfold. Um, so I really didn't know that she was like into him and really liked him. And the way it was expressed to me was that she was just like totally over him. So I thought things were like progressing perfectly. I think in reality, I wish I had kind of like put myself out there more. Okay. Do you regret leaving and not waiting for Whitney 
And do you think anything in your relationship would have changed if you guys hung out on the beach versus in the hotel bubble? (laughs) So that was one of the most annoying situations I think I've ever been a part of. So Kaylin left. Yes. And, you know, I, I always try to say like very optimistic about the whole thing. And it's like, okay, Kaylin's gone. That's not like an option anymore. Like she, she's out of the picture, right? She's happy. Okay. Like, I don't just want to sit down here and be all like mopey all day. And I had like talked about Whitney, even when Kaylin was there, I was like, they would always ask me like, Oh, how are things with Kaylin? Like, what would you do if Whitney came down here? I was like, I mean, that's a good question. Like I enjoyed talking to her at this wedding. I'd love to like get to know her. Um, so I don't know. And then Kaylin left and I was like, guys, I know Whitney's still here. You're yeah. not sending her down. This is really annoying. Like if you yeah. want me to be happy, then just like send her down. And they just never did. And so the day, the day that I left, um, which was a few days after Kaylin left, they were, um, they like that morning they interviewed me they're like oh you know like do you think Whitney's gonna come down today and it's like such a repetitive thing they kept asking yeah. it's starting to get annoyed like yeah I mean you should send her down so I can be happy like let me go on a date over there and they a date card comes it was for like Dylan and Hannah I think or a couple that was already there and they interviewed me and they're like how do you feel about you know not her not coming and then another date card comes it's for i think it was like demi and christian maybe and then they interview me and they're like so connor like no one else is coming down um just so you know like that leave like that like nobody else is coming to paradise it's ending tomorrow and they're like we're gonna give you the opportunity to leave right now if you if you want to and i was like you guys are so annoying honestly you just like totally played me this this whole day yeah. And I was like, that's fine. I will leave on my own terms. Um, you have to let me say bye to everyone. Though. So I like went and said bye to everyone. And I think they had been holding Whitney up in like the waiting area above paradise, even when I was still there. And so I left and then I think they sent her in right away. Um, but it is annoying thinking back in it because it's like, okay, we were, we really didn't know each other when they ultimately like, she did come to my room and we basically just had like two days hanging out together alone. Um, we didn't really know each other that well. And so like we went back into the real world dating while we only spent maybe like two or three days together. Mm. And that's why I do wish they had like sent her in earlier and like, let me actually figure that out. If this is someone that I want to like, for, I mean, for both of us, if it's something that we want to like, yeah. Pursuing the real world or even have sent her in when, when Kaylin was there. I don't know. Um, but it would have been nice just to be able to explore that on the beach. Yeah, that's fair. That is so annoying. Um, you, before this season started, you made a comment on a podcast that you were interested, you were talking to someone and then they were also talking to somebody else and you found out and you were like, I'm not going to paradise. You said they might come to paradise. I know you're not going to tell me who it is. I'll ask, <laughs> but did they end up going to paradise? Uh, they did not actually, they did not. Um, they, they're very happy and I'm, I'm happy for them too. They're, they're happily in a relationship with someone. So I'm, I'm happy for them. I actually recently, um, we kind of like made peace of that situation. So is it Maddie Pruitt? No, it's not. It's not, it's not Maddie. It's not Maddie. Are you lying? No, I'm not lying. I, I have so much respect for Maddie. 
um she she is an amazing person but it's not Maddie okay all right interesting maybe one day you can you can tell me who it was um two more actually one more and then another question do you regret going on the Bradshaw bunch (laughs) (laughs) I I you know it's funny I like usually I I honestly don't even remember going on it um I had no idea that like that was what that situation was to be honest so a producer called me and they were like hey you know there's this this girl who um we think you'd be interested in and they didn't mention anything about a show or anything and um they're like we want to see if you'd be like interested in going on a date with her and i was like oh yeah this was like the middle of covid so the dating life wasn't great mm-hmm. and um i went on a date with her and like we we hit it off and they asked me to kind of like be a part of the show and so I, I went on it it was just weird like going from like one date to you know meeting her family and everyone like a week later yeah um it, and that was like another one i feel like we didn't really know each other that well but it was like moving faster than um maybe it actually was in reality so i don't, I don't regret it it was like a fun experience but um it's tough in those situations because it, like you'd I, I I would never go on a show especially one involved in like dating just to like get more followers or whatever like that was one where it, we truly like started just going on a date and that was someone that I was interested in mm-hmm. but like wasn't sure if it was something I wanted to keep pursuing but to have that like those questions play out over episodes on TV it was just like a little weird for me you know? Yeah, that, I just I remember seeing. And the I feel like there's never there was never really like closure to that situation too because I was on the show and then I'm just like not on the new season <laughs> too. So you're not in touch. <laughs> n- no, no, we haven't we haven't been in touch. I mean, Rachel Rachel's a great great woman, um, and I I have like wish her nothing but the best, and I hope she finds finds the right person for her. That's nice. Um, I can't tell you how many people have asked me about you and Jenna from TikTok. Uh, <laughs> Pavlik, how do you say her last name? Uh, Jenna Palik. Palik. Um, she comes up on my few page. You come up on my few page. People ask me all the time, are you dating? Connor, are you single? Are you dating Jenna? What's your status? That's, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I, just to be upfront, I am single. Okay. Um, I think that Jenna, the, the situation with her, we were, we met like a little less than a year ago and um, have just kind of like become really, really good friends over the last year. And then I think we've just been spending more and more time with each other over the last, you know, three months or so and have gotten like really close. And I would say that like, questions have come up like okay you know do we like each other or do like is this more than friends you know um and i think it's something we're kind of like maybe trying to figure out still um but both of us are super busy with things we're you know we're doing in our lives and she just quit her job to like do her podcast full-time and everything so she's got a lot going on um you know i got a lot going on in this like business and everything i'm working on so Mm um I think we're pretty focused on that stuff, but we definitely enjoy spending time with each other and, and hanging out. But we're, we're not dating 
right but now. like the whole internet is talking about it so that does that make it weird also are you like do we like each other or is the world just shipping us <laughs> no so yeah so it is it is a little weird um because i haven't been like talked about in terms of dating on the internet in like a couple of years right mm-hmm. so it's really weird to be thrown back into that and like people on tiktok are kind of ruthless to, mm. to be honest so i do think sometimes it adds unnecessary pressure um i'd say in general i'm like a pretty private guy like i, I keep it to myself i keep a lot of those things to myself and so to have a lot of those things be so public and like you know, that's, I mean, that's, can't say I'm not at fault for some of that stuff happening, like post stuff that I post, but, mm-hmm. um, I think it is nice to be able to handle some of those things without the influence of people commenting on TikTok and DMing me that we should date and everything. Right. Like that. You know, it's just like, let it, let it naturally happen. You know? All right. So TBD on that. Well, stay tuned. Um, and then before I let you go, tell me about your businesses and what's you got, what you got going on. Yeah. So we started, um, actually I'm in my office right now, but this is uh, oh, water boy. This is the mailer that we use. Um, but it's a, uh, an electrolyte recovery drink. So Ooh. it's kind of geared more towards hangovers right now, but if you've ever had liquid IV or Pedialyte for a hangover, I certainly have. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like we all have those, those are great products, but you know, you'll notice in them, they have tons of sugar. So PDI is 25 grams of sugar. Liquid IV has 11 and a liquid IV stick is like 16 grams total. So basically 75% of what you're buying is sugar. Um, so we took out all of the sugar. So we have no sugar. We have three times the electrolytes of liquid IV. Um, we added ginger for stomach nausea, L-theanine, which relaxes you. And then 500% of your vitamin B and C. And so it, it really works actually. Like it works really well. We're coming out with a few new flavors in about a month. That's super exciting. And we've kind of refined our own formula a little bit to make it taste better. Cause it's definitely pretty strong on the ginger front. I'll have to, I'll have to send you some to try it. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. But it's, um, the, the new flavors are amazing. So I, I love it. And, uh, it's, it's just been crazy. I think when you launch a business, you, you always have high hopes for it. You never really know how it's going to do mm-hmm. when you launch it. And we have honestly just been so overwhelmed and we've been like solely focused on promoting it on TikTok. We haven't spent any money on advertising Wow! and um, it's had honestly just like blown up. So super exciting. Uh, we've been super busy with that and uh, starting to like hire some people actually, which is exciting. Just and how can people it buy and, it? Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll send you some to try out. We'll send you some to try out. I'm excited. And but it the, is the link in your Instagram for anyone who's listening to buy it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our website is waterboycan.com. Okay. Initially, it was going to be a canned drink. Um, so that's why it's Waterboy Can, but okay. it's a powdered stick now. Powdered stick. Like it. Yeah. I love it. Um, well, thank you so much, Connor. This was fun. Thanks for going to Memory Lane with me. Thanks for talking about Bachelor in Paradise. Um, I hope you're doing well. Tell Mike I say hi and come back anytime. I will. Yeah, you let me know. I'd love to come back. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns.